welcome to the Story X Story mid-season live stream chat. Uh, we are the Story X Story podcast. We discuss stories across pop culture and we've been chatting with the My Matter team and past podcast guests with a live stream special. I am a podcast host, Tazzy, and this is the last segment of the day. We're ending things by interviewing a uh, an amazing indie video games developer. Uh, Graham, hello, welcome. Thanks for having me. No problem. And obviously, again, I am joined by uh, Nigel, the co-founder of Mayamada and co-host. Graham, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself and your, the game you're developing? Sure. Yeah. So my name is Graham, as you said, digitally known as Graham of Legend. And I am a born and raised like Jamaican video game developer. I'm currently located in New York, though, but still always have to <laughs> remember my roots, you know. Um, and I'm working on a game called Super Space Club, which is essentially, I like to describe it as Asteroids meets Star Fox. It's like a an endless gono that is just all about trying to fight off hordes of enemies and just chill out, to, just jam out to like chill lo-fi music. And it's, I think it's really fun, but I'm, I'll, I'll wait for you guys to actually play it some, at some point and, and decide. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just me working on it along with these two really, really, really awesome sound designers, musicians, audio geniuses called Fat Bard. So, yeah. Sounds great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting a chance to, to play it and I'll let you know <laughs> when, when yeah. I can. Yeah, so we, we're just going to go through a load of questions today. But yeah, how, how are you doing? How have you been? How's, how's life treating you at the moment? Life's, life's good. Life's really good. I, I have no complaints. If if I did have a complaint, it's that everything good is happening all at the same time. <laughs> and I was telling I was telling Nigel earlier that um I am in the middle of moving, mm-hmm. and also I have a ten month old, and also it's E three, so it's like everything just happening all at the same time. It's all good things, but it's just yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah, so I definitely everything. feel you on the all good things. Just seem to just hit you all at once. <laughs> so, so I'm not I'm not mad. It's just it's a lot. Yeah. You're like, I want to enjoy all of these things. <laughs> yeah, to like separate things out a little bit. Like just wait. Mm. Oh, and, and then also on, on top of all of that, I still have my day job. So it's like Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. First of all, how did you get into the industry and making your own game? Which is really impressive, by the way. <laughs> and so it's a short story. So essentially, back in college, I had a, I studied motion graphics design, not game development at all. But I had a friend, his name is Robert Morrison, also Jamaican, also went to college with me. And he one day was like, hey, let's do a global game jam. And so he and I and like two other guys in Jamaica, just give them a shout out to this guy named Audley Gordon and another guy named Ramon Brooks. We all just made a game and it was like, oh, we, we can make a game. This is kind of cool. Because before that, you you thought you had to be like these huge... Bethesda, EA, like Sony games. But then mm. when you realize that you can actually make a game, and it's, at that point too, it was like Android and iOS were just on the rise at that point. So that was 2012. So not, not on the rise, but they were like established at that point, I should say. Mm. And so it was like, oh, we, we can do this. Let's let's continue to make things. And so then from there, I pivoted more so into making games. I started, with, I made another one called Hecticube. Oh, the first game was called um, Shapes and Sound, the Shape Shooter. Uh, but then, yeah, I made a, another game by myself in Unity called Hecticube. 
And then at the same time, I joined Snapchat. So it was like, oh, I can't do both. It's, it's, it's a lot of work. So um, that's your day job? Yeah, I, I'm a visual designer at Snapchat. Yeah. And then fast forward six years and here we are. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's time to make another game. So now I've been working on Super Space Globe, just nights and weekends. Oh, that's a really interesting um, journey into it. I love, I love hearing everyone's like different pathways because yeah, never it, what you expect. It's, I, I would have never expected this. Like coming, one coming from Jamaica where they don't even like art in Jamaica. To be honest, is more of like a, it's more of like a, it's viewed as just arts, like painting and sculpture and like that kind of stuff. It's not really viewed as a career. Or not mm-hmm. to view it as like something you can like be super successful in, I should say, unless you're like globally known. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I feel like my friends and I were trying to change that. Yeah, someone in the chat said it's like a it's a, a hobby, a pastime thing. Yeah. It's a shame though, because mm-hmm. like what you said is not is not unfamiliar, especially like uh, I've mentioned over this podcast. I work with young people and in like workshops, and you talk to people who say the same thing, like you know, uh, coming from the parents, like game's not a real thing art's yep. not a real thing yep. do yep. a real thing and it's yeah it's a bit it's, i mean I, I get i understand where it comes from but it's a bit sad because games is a real thing so it's very much a real thing <laughs> yeah. yeah and i mean mm-hmm. shout out to my parents for actually letting me play games like i remember my first gaming moments or memory i should say was when i was about four my dad my, for my fourth birthday my dad just walked into the room with a super nintendo and metroid um super metroid and we sucked but it was like the most fun experience and since Aww. then I've been, I've been playing games ever since like been super into everything video games but i never thought i could make them like, it didn't seem like something that was a possibility at all mm. yeah so it's crazy like if i went back and told myself my younger self that this is where i'd be i, I wouldn't believe it it's, it's a joke <laughs> <laughs> no it's that yeah it's really cool and like what stage of development are you at the moment with Super Space Club. That's a fantastic question. <laughs> um, <laughs> I never know how to answer this. Like I, so it's, it's coming out this year, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure it's in progress. I, I don't, I don't know. It's like it's. <laughs> I have no idea how to answer that. But it's coming out this year. <laughs> <laughs> like how how do you how do you find sort of the development cycle as an indie? Because and not to put words in your mouth, but. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a wild guess that you thought your game was coming out sooner than it is. So Would I be... if you look at the first trailer drops, it uh, it had yeah. 2019 big and bold at the end. Like okay, there you go. <laughs> and then of course I planned to do 2020, but then COVID and like all of the stuff in America, the whole like George Floyd, like all that stuff, and it's just and then mm. add a, a a whole child, and so all that just kept pushing it back. A whole child, a whole child, a whole child, a whole child. <laughs> yeah, so it's I, I learned a valuable lesson of not putting a date on things until you're like super sure it's going to come out. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but it's it's especially difficult, like I said, it's because I'm working at nights and weekends, so it's kind of hard to plan exactly when things are going to happen. And especially because I'm working it by mostly by myself, it's 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 it's, it's a task, but it's it's fun. And hopefully yeah. one day I'll actually get to do this full time, so then I can actually be more realistic about like the whole cycle. But then you just have more ambitious goals, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I know. If I do have more ambitious goals, I'll have to work with other people. Like I'm not trying to be one of those indies that make like 
this huge expansive world by themselves like it can take seven years i'm not, I'm not trying to do that like that's, that's yeah. and like how have you been able to overcome some of those challenges that you have faced that you just mentioned i would say probably the number one thing that has helped me overcome it is just having a good support system like my wife is number one fan the most supportive person and then i have a like all my friends are also either into video games or in they're also creatives or just there's all super supportive and so some of them are in the chat now just like talking <laughs> about stuff but it's they get me through through all of this for sure and then also i just have a, a drive to do it i guess like it's i really do enjoy working on games and seeing people play them and having this reaction that i used to have when i played games when i was younger so i, th- I think that also helps me just get past everything awesome that's really cool i, I um yeah, no, I like that aspect of indie development because you really feel, you know, this thing that I created and it, you kind of bring it, uh, bring it to life, you put it out. Is there, because I know sometimes you get indie development where it's like like yourself, like one person working on the game or, or, or a team is there. Did you decide to work on yourself just because this is your particular vision? Was, was it a, just a necessity that, you know, uh, I'm here, let's just make this like, what's that consideration between working completely on your own or pulling together a team? Um, I think... Specifically because I it is a part time thing right now. I didn't want to try and drag in a team and have to. It, 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 I don't want to disappoint anybody, you know, and I don't want to feel like I'm holding anybody back, or I don't want to, I don't want anybody to hold me back. <laughs> so it's just like I'm I'm just kind of working on my own timeline right now. But I think in the future, again, once once I do make the pivot, whenever that happens, into doing this as a full time thing, then I'm definitely down to collaborate. There's so many cool just developers artists um game designers out there and i'd love to work with some of them it, but i mean still ideally on smaller things like i, I don't i would know i don't think i'd want to join like some huge company and just be <laughs> be another cog in the in the machine those games are dope i, I love them but i don't want to yeah i don't think i want to be a part in making those kind of things mm-hmm. that's understandable yeah yeah so collaboration is definitely in my future just not at the moment not while i don't have a full handle on my time that's fair that's just another question that came to mind just as i'm looking at the trailer you know um neil neil jones uh ariel knight yeah 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 it's because i just realized you're because you said the game's an endless shooter because isn't he making a an endless runner it's an endless goner endless goner (laughs) There you go. Yeah. I misspoke. I just, but, I just, someone has said the name, and I was like, "Oh, that's that's a cool name. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it and run with it." What What does it mean by endless? I mean, I'm, I feel like it's in the word, but how do you try? How does that translate to a game like? Uh, so it, but in in Support Space Club, you you just keep playing until until you die, essentially. So it's it's endless in that sense, where there's no there's no end of a level or anything like that. And then the moment you die, it just kind of loops, and you're back into it again. Yeah. Okay. So it's more arcade in that sense, where you're trying to just essentially get a get a high score. High score, right? Yeah, I was just gonna say because so that's the that's the bar, like the setting the highest score. Right. Like it, it it will have other things like different objectives scattered throughout, but even after you complete all the objectives in the game, you can still just play endlessly. Cool. That's cool. Um, what games are you playing at the moment? Oh, what games am I playing? <laughs> so. Again, the time thing. Like I, mm. I think I've started at this point so many games that I just haven't finished. I'm still playing like Red Dead Two from like four years ago. Whenever that came oh, out. Oh wow! 
I just Ooh. I started. Um, I mean, it's a big game to digest. So I've played like 40 hours and I'm still in the early phase because you can live in that world. It's, it's amazing. I love it. <laughs> I, I played Jedi Fallen Order recently. I think the last thing I actually played was After Party. Have you heard of that, that game? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I I've started it. Wait, tell it's, me it's about really this cool. while it's, I Google it. It's essentially <laughs> like you you play as two different characters and there's not a spoiler, you just die and end up in hell. <laughs> but hell is I what you think it is. of the game, yeah. Hell is like a nine to five. So you just you just kind of, you're trying to escape hell. That's the whole point of the game. It's, it's, okay. it's really very interesting. Mm. Um, oh, and, and the last one I'll mention is... Um, this game called Returnal, which is like the big one of the big PS5 yeah. exclusive games, which has been I love all the games that that studio makes. Housemark, um, I kind of they they kind of inspire Super Space Club, just in the sense that all of their games have this sense of like really polished gameplay, really fun gameplay. Like they put gameplay first, and then also visuals first, if that makes sense. Like their their games are always always just very visually stunning and I aspire to because I'm a artist first and then everything else second so I always aspire to make my games very visually pleasing I guess mm. Mm. yeah Returnal looks really cool I because it's a rogue yeah, rogue like yeah. yeah that um yeah, yeah I, that puts me off not in about like it it looks like a great game but I always feel like I'm I'm just not good at <laughs> uh, those games that are just like I, I wouldn't need to keep dying I don't know if I'd, I'd I'd call it a. I mean, it is a roguelike for sure, but it doesn't feel like other roguelikes. If that makes sense, like okay, like if you've played Spelunky, that's like a true roguelike. Like it, every time you play, it, it just feels like it. It the difficulty never changes. Even if you get better, it's just it's still a hard game. Yeah. But Returnal, it does have a sense of. I guess you know why it's because it feels like a triple A game, so it doesn't feel like a typical indie roguelike game. It it feels more akin to like a Metroid Prime kind of vibe. Oh, okay, but if you die, you start over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that that's where the roguelike part comes in. But it's, yeah, I, I'd recommend it. Yeah, it's, it's it's worth it. The game the gameplay is very fun, so I'd, I'd recommend it. It's if you try anyone, just try try this. Yeah, no, I'm also playing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order at the moment, so it's it's really good. Like I'm, I'm kind of mad how good it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I str- I get- str- I'm really bad at it, so I really struggle with like the fights. <laughs> it's kind of like, like the Dark Souls of the Star Wars universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get that same thing when you when you're playing a game? Like as a game creator, when you're playing a really good game, you're like, ah, oh, why didn't I think of that? Like, <laughs> I wish I could do that. Yeah, I mean, it's particularly with indie games, because I mean, with the AAA stuff, I can't make any of that. So like, those more inspire me to look and think, how can I do this from an indie perspective? But then when I see certain indies i'm like oh i either thought of that or wish i thought of that you know like yeah everyone everyone has ideas everyone has overlapping ideas but it's only mm. it only matters who executes them really and yeah when, everyone when I see will some of these games it's just like oh this is so good <laughs> <laughs> i have that same thing uh, for comics i remember recently reading a comic called uh, skyward and it's a really simple but such a cool premise where basically like gravity goes away or like reduces significantly and it's like, what's the world like? How do yeah. you adapt to that? And all that. And I'm, I'm, I'm reading it and I'm like enjoying it. But like deep down, I'm like, why didn't I think of this? Why didn't you think of this? <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you let them get to it first? <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to think of a, of a good example of that right now. But like, there's, 
Well, I, I guess actually one example is so in 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 Super Space Club, the music is all like this lo-fi kind of jazz hybrid. I, I I feel like we can't even explain how it is anymore. <laughs> but initially, it, it started as just lo-fi beats, and because I started in like late 2018, essentially, like just the first concepts of it. No one was really listening to that kind of music at that time. It wasn't like a popular thing where everywhere you just have this lo-fi hip-hop to study to whatever. Mm. And then, of course, all the time, now it's the most popular thing. I'm like, no, I missed it. I missed it. I could have been, like, <laughs> early on this. But thankfully, yeah. they're, really, they're really good at what they do. And they, I think they've made something truly unique for the game. That doesn't just feel like cool. another another playlist. <laughs> That's cool, yeah. Everyone's into lo-fi at the moment, right? Mm. I am. It's the perfect, like... Editing music for me, or like just chill out. Yeah, like when I'm when I'm coding, I listen to that because I can't listen to a podcast or watch anything because then I'll be distracted and not be able to focus. But this is just mm. like, oh, it's it's pleasing. <laughs> and then obviously we're we're at the beginnings of E three and the summer game fest. Is there anything that stood out to you so far? So far, so yes. I mean, a lot, a lot, I feel like it's mostly been indie so far. I think the first big one is today. It might be Ubisoft, I think. Mm. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, all of the indie showcases, the, the two girl collectives, I was in the first one. And that, the first one impressed me not because I was in it, but because like there was a lot of black developers in it, which was like really nice to see. So even to remove me completely, it was still a great, great showcase. And the second one I happened today, that was equally as good. Um, And then they had Day of the Devs, which is like, just another indie thing and that one to me is truly truly special because that all of those games feel like one of one of a kind like you've never mm. seen anything like some of those games before and it's yeah it's, it's just impressive and it, it it makes me inspired to just go and just make something weird make something fun make something that no one else is really making which is completely yeah. opposite from what i'm doing now because i'm making a space shooter mm. <laughs> No, um, definitely. I need to like go through and watch the indie showcases with a with a notebook because like there's just so many like constantly, and it's obviously like the big games. You don't really need to do that because they're just going to be in your face. Like the AAA's, they're just going to be in your face. Um, so I was like, oh, I need to like watch this because I was watching while I was doing stuff. I was like, I need to watch this separately so I can so I can wish list everything. <laughs> um, and it, as far as in. Triple A is concerned, like Ellen Ring, of course, look, look cool. So that actually that looks really good. But similar yeah. thing, and it's because it's um like from software, so it's a difficult game. Their games are brutal. I feel, <laughs> yeah, always have been. like uh, I got <laughs> I got issues with that. I don't like difficult games. <laughs> I I really like difficult games, but what I found is that over time I have less and less time to play them. <laughs> yeah, because you have to spend so much time getting good at the game first, and, and once you're good, then the it's problem. like then you can yeah. That's why I'm, I'm I'm a fan of watching people play those games, but I completely understand. I, they're like the games that I'm like, I wish I I wish I could play those games. I wish I was good so that I could sit and like enjoy going through that struggle. Like just good enough, but I'm so bad that there's just no entertainment value. <laughs> so what what I found too is that because of game, Xbox Game Pass, now I can just go and play a game and if it's too hard I'm like oh well I enjoyed this this like oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um I tried spend like a whole 60 70 dollars on a game and you suck then it's like well what am I supposed to do yeah 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 definitely definitely I'm like just uh, I don't know if you've tried the like randomized feature but like no. I think it, you can like get it to choose what you play today 
and it'll like just it'll be like here's a suggestion and like oh Oh. yeah it's a great way especially if you're indecisive (laughs) i'll I'll check that out later (laughs) great and like is there any anything that you're looking forward to any project predictions um yeah so it's funny my my thing i'm looking forward to the most is actually just a remake remaster too i really want wind waker hd on the switch and i want metroid prime trilogy on the switch that, that's all i want i don't really care i'm sure it's going to be like a lot of really cool things but that's all i want to play like i'm i'm ready yeah um yeah that's the one's going to be cool because they're going to probably show starfield and like all of whatever's come out of their their xbox but there's a deal but yeah just just those two i think it's going to be like for microsoft starfield and halo and like the the big ones but nintendo mm. yeah definitely and i on the metroid fun as well metroid 4 just out of general interest but also i was just so disappointed when they showed like it was basically a title screen logo. It was to 27 <laughs> yeah it was like I showed the, logo and then after the that, logo it was enough yeah, like a couple months a couple months after that they're like oh we, we started over sorry yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was way too early as well like come on come on yeah come on I think yeah. I'm more excited to get the Prime trilogy, trilogy than to get Prime 4 because when is that game coming out? <laughs> no, when? No, I've never actually played any of the Metroid Prime games. So, like, I'm excited <laughs> to experience them because they're like, I literally have a Nintendo magazine that has, like, I don't know which one, like, on the cover. And I remember being like, oh, I really want to play this game. And, you know, like, when you're a kid, you're not really in control of what games you play. Like you, ha- you have like a little bit of input, but then it's yeah. whatever you get bought for you. And um, not, but I mean, I had some great games bought for me, but that was not one of them. So like, it'll be cool to sort of like go back and like, yeah. And I think I might read the the article that was in that magazine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come full circle, and then like compare, you know, see see how it is. Yeah. I like that. And then just on the kind of development side of it is, so like for yourself, as you've been on this journey, is there any advice that you have for other independent um, game developers or particularly young people? So just quick background, like as part of what we do with uh, MyMado and Gamepad, uh, we work with young people, um, or I work with young people, do workshops and often talk to people who are interested in making their own game without necessarily understanding what that means so for that uh, sort of type of person what kind of advice would you have for someone looking to make their own game so much advice (laughs) (laughs) um really really though i think my biggest advice is just make a game like don't i think what a lot of us do especially starting out is we put like our first game on a pedestal and it's like it shouldn't be that way like we just just make something like go on youtube look up a Unity tutorial and learn how to make Pong. Like that, that, I, I started by learning how to make Pong. And then that was like, after I did that, I was like, oh, this is, this is fun. This is easy. And then, I mean, Pong was easy, but game development isn't easy. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> just, just make, make something and then keep making things. Like when I think mm. about like Angry Birds, I think that was Rovio's like 18th game or something. But then I really 18. had like a super hit before that. Wow. And then Angry Birds came and boom, hit. No, um, it has yeah, like two movies and everything. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So it's like it's I mean, of course there are like super indie success stories where it's their first game and 
everything. But I mean, even then, it, it might be the first game that you know of, but it's not like mm. their first game. And it might not be even be their like, first commercial game. You, know, you never know. So just my biggest advice is just to make something and actually finish it, put it out there in the world, like put it for free, like put it on itch or something and then get into the habit of that because that's really what the entire game development cycle is about. It's not just about making something. It's about actually having people play and like putting it out into the world. Love that. Yeah, that's such yeah, good advice. Because it yeah. it's it's simple, and to be fair, I've I've said the same thing about comics, but mm. it's yeah, I think f- particularly for young people is that just getting started. Because like you say, you think you either put the game on a on a pedestal, or yeah, you, you just see because we see like the Angry Bird. So I didn't even know like Rovio had eighteen games. I never really thought of it. It's just like oh, Ang- Angry Birds. Angry Birds is Angry Birds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just we have to accept this. It's in our lives. Um, but you, yeah, you don't really think about okay, how many failures? Or let me not say failures, but how many other attempts? Uh, some of which might have been considered failures. To then to learn to get to the point where it's like okay, now we're gonna make Angry Birds. I mean, even right. something like Fortnite is interesting for me because like that's massive and that's definitely in our lives, whether you like mm. it or not. But yeah. Uh, I remember playing uh, Unreal Tournament by Epic, and that was definitely not a failure. That was a great game, but then they just like went another level. Yeah, but by, sure, by comparison, like, yeah, it's like yeah. yeah, yeah. And even Fortnite when it first it almost sort of did. It almost came out as they, yeah. yeah, and it wasn't until they added like like we see Fortnite now now as a battle royale, mm. but it wasn't it's always like, that. Like, the single player or like collaborative oh. whatever version. Yeah, yeah. See, I didn't even, I didn't even know that. Yeah, just about way off Fortnite. Yeah, and the 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 original game wasn't free either. So because then the battle royale okay. was free, and then there was all that like, uh, the, 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 and then wow. now it's just the battle royale. Well, it's kind of com- gone back on itself because then it was like just the battle royale, and then now they've added like the creative thing back yeah, in. Now it's, and now it's a whole universe. Like you're having Travis right. Scott performances in there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's a whole, that was it's a whole thing. And I just yeah. want to shout out Leo, the programmer, uh, one in chat, just says, and enjoying the process, which yeah, I was, I was is about to so, so important. To, yeah, the process, mm. yeah, the process for me is like everything. Because if you don't enjoy it, then there's do something else. Like, yeah. Don't. That's, a, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's another reason to just start making games right or like whatever your thing is, just start doing yeah, it. Then you, then you can learn what you like. Yeah. yeah. Some people think they want to do everything and then they realize they might hate one part of it. Or they mm. might realize that they're really good at another part and they only want to focus on that part, you know. And so by you just making making small things and just doing it, then you you figure out which part of the process you enjoy and can work on that. Yeah. Awesome. Should we should we wrap up here then? Yeah. Um yeah. we have we've mined Graham's brain for all <laughs> uh, all his knowledge about about his game. But no, thank you for, for joining us and telling us uh, a little bit more about Super Space Club. Yeah. And um just a reminder for chat and anyone listening, make sure you are following us here on Twitch. And if you're listening on the pod uh, well, even if you're not listening to the podcast, go listen to the podcast yeah. and subscribe <laughs> to the podcast. Um, which is on all podcasting platforms wherever you get podcasts, we we generally are there. Um, and yeah, that is the end of part five. If you are listening later on the podcast, there will be a new episode for each live stream segment. Um, so make sure you are subscribed and you can go back and listen to all the other segments and catch those. Mm-hmm.